a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I am Lee Lonsberry. We're continuing our look at the stunning announcement from President Donald Trump in the early hours on the East Coast and late in the evening here in Utah. Came via Twitter. It was pretty simple, and it was that both he and First Lady Melania Trump had tested positive for the coronavirus, and they together would be convalescing in the White House. Subsequent word to come from uh, the chief of staff and spokesperson Kayleigh McEnany is that uh, the show goes on. That President Trump, while, yes, convalescing uh, in isolation in the residence of the White House, does uh, continue his efforts. It does continue uh, to be the leader of the free world. Now, there are natural questions about line of succession and the role of Mike Pence, who I will point out both he uh, and his wife have since been tested for the coronavirus and their results have come back negative. Uh, So, too, is the case for uh, Joe and Jill Biden. Uh, They've been tested. Their results have come back negative. And so you wonder, what is going on right now with Mike Pence? We heard earlier from Derek Brown uh, his assertion that uh, in times like this, you can be certain that there have been uh, both policy makers and security details teaming with people whose job it is uh, to get creative, think of the worst-case scenario, and tur- and churn out protocols uh, to, to handle just such uh, a scenario. And so my mind uh, naturally gravitates towards uh, Mike Pence, who is next in the line of succession. It's a, a morbid and dark thing to consider uh, losing the, the president, regardless of party, regardless of anything. The loss of a life is a, is a heartbreak. Uh, And we don't typically speculate or hypothesize about someone's death in this way. But when you are the leader of the free world, when you are the president of the United States, uh, being uh, aware and understanding the contingencies is very valuable. With all that said, it brings me to my question, uh, what will be, uh, what will come of the vice presidential debate, which is scheduled for next week right here on the campus of the University of Utah here in the great state of Utah. Help me understand what may be to come uh, next week. I have on the line Scott Howell, good friend of the program, co-chair of the Utah Debate Commission and supporter of Joe Biden. Mr. Howell, sir, how are you? Hey, uh, <clears throat> first of all, thank you for having me on, Lee. And uh, just one little technical. I'm uh, on the executive committee now of the Utah Debate Commission. Uh, Senator Karen Hell replaced me and then Wayne Niederhaus replaced Thomas Wright. Uh, and so just one little technical uh, room there. I want to make sure that I'm 
not any more duties than what I have right now. All right, very good, very very good. We'll, we'll, we'll free you of those responsibilities, uh, but take advantage of your insight nonetheless. Let yeah. me ask you straight out, what do you predict? Will there be a vice presidential debate in Utah next week? Well, I, I do believe that there will be one. And um, I, I think at heart and soul of all of this, is absolutely the safety of all those that are involved. And that has to be paramount as we move forward. But uh, as of this morning, and Jason Perry is is one of our uh, key people on this, we had a conversation and there right now is no reason not to move forward. Uh, Thank goodness the Pence has uh, tested negative. And uh, the Senator uh, who's in route, even as we speak, uh, has been tested uh, continuously and is negative. So those are all good. Staff we worry about, you know, these things can spread so quickly and and they just don't have any bounds. Uh, so we believe that it will move forward, but uh, that audience might even be skinny down to what we have it now. Uh, we really are under the, the guise of the Salt Lake County Health Department who will, you know, make some official uh, statements on that. But Lee, uh, at the very heart of this, we have to protect people. You, you mentioned that the senator is in route now. That, is that a reference to uh, Senator Kamala Harris? I think that would be correct. I, do, do you have any? Well, <laughs> do, did you? Can you tell me at all? Uh, we're a few days ahead of the debate. Do you know how she'll be spending her time once she arrives? Yeah, one hundred percent debate prep. Um, she will be focused on uh, rehearsing, 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 and um, there will be some time where she'll uh, she loves to just get out. Uh, she has a real passion for hiking and things like that, and so it wouldn't surprise me that uh, uh, you might be walking along the street and you'll see some guys in black suits and <laughs> this uh, uh, woman in there. And uh, but it, it really is her main mission and focus is a disciplined debate prep. But uh, knowing her personality and and her love to get out and meet people, uh, of course, socially distancing and mask all the time, uh, it it wouldn't surprise me if she'd pop up at some very unique places here in the state of Utah. You, uh, during a text message exchange that you and I shared earlier today, uh, you made reference to the gubernatorial debate debate, which included John Huntsman during a time where he was convalescing uh, with the coronavirus. Can you uh, imagine a scenario in in which Senator Harris is here uh, debating from uh, the University of Utah and due to either uh, his own health circumstances or security precautions being taken by, say, the Secret Service or or some health organization uh, moving uh, Vice President Joe, uh, I'm sorry, Mike Pence, into a situation where where he's participating remotely, not in the same location as Senator Harris? Well, certainly you have a clear acumen of how uh, the Secret Service works and and how they uh, will put safety before anything else. During the gubernatorial debate, as you know, John Huntsman tested positive. And uh, we actually were uh, told that we couldn't hold the debate uh, by the county health. And late into the night, uh, we negotiated back and forth. We were able to get John in a secure, safe environment that protected him from the other candidates and vice versa. And we did it remotely through the power of technology. And I think everyone uh, that watched that debate 
thought John was right there on stage, which he wasn't. He was away from him, and he's protected. Understanding the power of technology, um, I, I think that, that if it, it push came to shove, we could do that very well. And I actually talked to one of the uh, Presidential Debate Commission leaders, and they had already uh, talked about that if push came to shove. So they're way out in front on this whole thing. They're doing a great job. Uh, Jason Perry has got great leadership up there. And uh, I, I, I think we all need to just really understand that our world has changed, Lee. Yeah, it's a whole new world. Yeah. And what would have been uh, an audience of 3,500 when we first started on the initiative to have it at the Huntsman Center for the VP debate is now maybe down to 80 tickets and maybe even less than that. So it, it's been a really challenging time. Well, listen, Scott Howell, I'm grateful to you for your insight and sharing uh, with us the your, your perspective. Uh, we'll have to see. Uh, you and I likely touch base. I'm sure the uh, the day of the debate, maybe after for some uh, for some analysis Absolutely. after the fact. Uh, best of luck to you. Uh, thank you, and, and listen, stay safe and, and stay healthy. Real quick, yeah. One other thing, yeah, yeah. This point in time, our prayer should be to the president. And listen, when the leader of the free world is any uh, challenged in any way. Forget political ideology. We need to have that leader in place that can continue to show the leadership. What we don't need is subversive countries coming in and taking advantage of us. So that's where my prayers and the Howe family prayers are directed. Amen. Thank you so much. We are we are in a vulnerable position right now, but America is strong and our prayers make us stronger. Uh, Scott Howell, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break right now. You heard reference repeatedly there to Jason Perry. He, the chairman of the Campus Debate Steering Committee, uh, he will be joining us next. What conversations has he had with either the Biden camp, the uh, Harris camp, uh, I'm sorry, the the Pence camp, the Harris camp, and with the debate commission uh, at the presidential level? We'll learn everything he knows next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.